Jesse, how have you been? I've been... Great. I'm back, and you're fired. Hello, all. No need to run. Your fates have already been sealed. Here's... Hello, nice to see you. Who's your best client? Um... Jesus. I'm already packing to save myself the indignity. That's too bad. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm Rose James Madison. And, uh, well, this headline's a little bit wrong. It should be you paid Twitter $3.4 million for a processing request. But what is a processing request? Let's, uh, let's, let's figure this out, shall we? But my overall point here is the government prints money. No, the government doesn't even print money. The Federal Reserve prints money, unfortunately. But the government doesn't make money. It takes our money. So no, the government stole your money to suppress free speech on Twitter. But what's new? The government stealing people's wealth at the threat of imprisonment, fines, and you know, kicking your door at 2 a.m. and killing your dog. Because they always kill the dog for some reason. But let's get into the article, shall we? The latest Twitter files installment shows the FBI paid Twitter millions of dollars to cover the cost of processing the agency's request. Hmm. That's interesting. But we'll get to that in a minute. We have an interesting story right here from the Daily Mail that, uh, that came out earlier today. My goodness. Trust me, we're diverting for a reason. FBI paid Twitter $3.5 million, quote, to do its bidding. Taxpayer money was used for processing requests from the Bureau amid Hunter Biden censorship scandals as anger grows over secret state censorship of the American people. We got four points here. Point one, the most recent batch of Twitter files shows that the FBI paid off staffers at the tech giant to tune to to the tune of 3.5 million pardon me <clears throat> point 2 emails show that twitter's deputy counsel jim baker who was the fbi by the way no one called me on this but I want to correct myself i said that yoel roth worked for the fbi at one point i was factually inaccurate he did not work for the fbi I just wanted to correct myself right there. I was wrong about that, and I take that. Uh, I retract that statement. Moving on. Emails show that uh, Twitter's deputy counsel Jim Baker, who was the former FBI agent, met with Feds for a top secret meeting a day before. He said the Hunter laptop should be banned. Point three. In response to the latest Twitter file dump, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy said, quote, this is going to be a much bigger situation than people realized, and point four, oh my god, is he right, if anything actually gets done about it. And point four, earlier, it was revealed that former FBI lawyer turned Twitter general counsel, Jim Baker, helped suppress the Hunter Biden laptop story, not to mention why he was fired. He was fired from Twitter because without anyone's knowledge or permission, he was vetting information he was tasked with just handing over to the attorneys before we're going to Matt Taibbi. This article is by Paul Farrell for DailyMail.com, published at 1010, the, uh, December 2022, updated at, I don't do military time, updated earlier today. It is 3 a.m., so it was updated within the last couple hours. Let's move forward. 
or sorry, from the 20th of December. I don't know how I missed that. Probably because I'm retarded. Moving on. The FBI handed nearly 3.5 million of taxpayers' money to Twitter to pay its staff to handle requests from the Bureau as it sought to ban accounts. A Twitter employee wrote in February 2020 email that the company's safety, content, and law enforcement scale, S-C-A-L-E, had collected 3,415,337 Jesus Christ, three million four hundred and fifteen thousand three hundred and twenty-three dollars in less than two years from the FBI for law enforcement-related projects. The emails, which revealed by journalist Michael Schellenberg, stated that Scale, which is the acronym had situated a reimbursement program in exchange for devoting staff hours to processing requests from the FBI. Yeah, you know what's really funny about all this? I'm still banned on Twitter. The email was entitled, Run the Business, We Made Money. Ooh. Ooh, that's sketchy. But then in the end, this whole situation is fucking sketchy. The accounts... The FBI asked Twitter to ban were largely linked to conservatives and foreign influence operations. Uh, the, foreign inf- the foreign influence operations is a little sketchy. But overwhelmingly, the majority of people weren't like high-ranking conservatives. No, they were just asked to be like shadow banned or pressured like that. No, it was people with like 12, 13, maybe 100, maybe 200 tops uh, followers. Just regular Joe Schmoes who may have had a lot of friends or whatever. Yeah, they were getting suppressed. They were getting uh, uh, dumped and banned and, and kicked off Twitter at the request of the FBI. That's interesting. They're going after common folk. The surf class, you if you would you know, speak from their perspective. The accounts... The FBI, oh, I read that part. Twitter initially believed the Hunter Biden laptop story. They claim they initially believed that. story was Russian disinformation. It was real Monday that Jim Baker, Twitter's top lawyer and ex-FBI general counsel, personally intervened to say it should be banned. Baker told Yul Roth. I see, I thought they both worked together at the FBI, but I guess I was just, I guess I was just factually inaccurate. Twitter's head of security, uh... Baker told Yul Roth, Twitter's head of security, that laptop stories should be blocked a day after getting a top secret briefing from his former FBI colleagues. See, what's funny about this is I, I shared the video of the of, of stuff from Hunter Biden's laptop or shared a link to a video from Hunter Biden's laptop, and that's what got my ass banned. Damn. After... Getting top secret briefing from his former FBI colleagues. Again, former. I don't think he was ever former. I think he still is and was. He wrote, quote, There are some facts that indicate the materials may be hacked. We simply need more information. We went on to write, quote, Who's we? I'm, quote, I'm guessing we are going to restrict access to their articles as violations of our hacked material policy. An investigation into Hunter Biden's be into sorry, an investigation into Twitter's behavior around the 2020 presidential election by the incoming Republican majority uh, majority in the House has been promised with my minority leader Kevin McCarthy telling Fox News this week, quote, this is going to be much bigger a bit much bigger situation than people realize. See what's interesting about all this? 
I'm not overwhelmingly a huge fan of the New York Post. I understand why it's popular. I understand its place in, you know, press history. Don't get me wrong, but I, I'm not overwhelmingly a large fan of it. But the New York Post confirmed the laptop story, and Twitter and everyone else came out of the woodwork to condemn and bash the New York Post. Now, mind you, the New York Post has always had a slate, at least on the surface, right-leaning bias. But it's one of these sort of, like, I don't know, quasi legacy media paper outlets that you know publish a lot of bullshit but occasionally will be like oh yeah and here's something we really shouldn't admit to or say is real but it is absolutely real here's an article we shouldn't publish and we publish it anyway and it's a good article but that's why they shouldn't publish it because it's actually a good article so when they confirm the hunter Biden laptop story with video uh whistleblower accounts interviews with people familiar with the familiar with the situation including the interview interview with the guy who owned the laptop repair store saint jean bistra I, I can't remember his name uh well it will come up but everyone came out the woodwork and there was even conversations like the new york post got suspended on twitter and this explains a lot of that response it's because there was a vested like FBI interest in silencing the story. So when the New York Post was ahead of the curb of saying, hey, all this is real, they got attacked. Look, December 11th, 2022, liberal media teamed up to smear campaign to dismiss the post-Hunter Biden story. If there's time, we will read this at the end of all of this. And if not, this will be in the description below. But this was a big deal because everyone was like, wow, I can't believe it. I knew the New York Post was a Republican newspaper, but oh my God, they're so discredited, blah, 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 blah. All these bots are coming out on Twitter bashing people. I can't tell you how many people around me were fucking, oh man, the New York Post, really embarrassing. And similar conversations happened a couple months ago when the New York Post got hacked. And people started writing, started, whoever got into it started publishing really funny headlines. But let, let's get back into the story, shall we? Uh, violation. We went on to write, quote, I'm guessing we are going to restrict access to their articles as a violation of our hacked materials policy. An investigation into Twitter's behavior around the 2020 presidential election by the incoming Republican minority leader in the House has been promised with uh, minority leader Kevin McCarthy telling Fox News this week, quote, this is going to be a much bigger situation than you realize. Oh, yeah, no, it absolutely will. Um, and that's, again, I don't, but here's the thing, I don't trust Kevin McCarthy. He's probably just throwing out all these prom. There's a good chance he's throwing out all these promises and investigations to the GOP because he know that's red meat to the populist voter. It'll even get a lot of like libertarians on board because there's people generally who are just disgusted by the Hunter Biden story, who are getting tired of being told they're crazy when they've done their research and they know this is all true. Now, if you've been on B or poll for any number of time, you know what is on the Hunter Biden laptop just because that shit gets posted on there periodically. Oh boy. Current Twitter CEO Elon Musk said of the emails, quote, government paid Twitter millions of dollars to censor info from the public. In a previous dump, journalism, uh, journalist, <laughs> journalism, journalist Matt Taibbi tweeted, quote, Twitter's contact with the FBI was constant and persuasive, as if they were a subsidiary. All big tech is, all Facebook, all that shit is. Uh, if you think it stops at Twitter, you're absolutely insane. This goes far and beyond this. This is gonna be, this is gonna be a much. You're looking at a large chunk of an even larger spider web. YouTube's in on this, and I'm gonna say allegedly just for my own sake here, but YouTube's in on this. Overall, Google's in on this. Facebook, all these social media companies are in it. 
in on it. Just look at it like this. YouTube consistently costs YouTube, uh, Google millions and millions, approaching on billions of dollar, a billion dollars a year in just negative loss because it costs money to run and operate. But somehow they manage to be sub, they manage to get enough money back. They maintain and keep it going in the hopes they'll become profitable next year. But this has been their story for about 10 years now, and I just don't believe it. So it wouldn't surprise me to find out that things like YouTube were receiving massive, 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 massive sums of money from the federal government. And even more, you know, further beyond that, more massive amounts of money from you and me, you know, any taxpayer. Uh, let's see. In response, uh, in response... To the latest development, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy said in an appearance on Mornings with Maria on Fox News, quote, We're going to do more than just subpoena them. We're going to charge them, of course. Uh, we're going to charge the uh, change of the course of the FBI of where the FBI is today. He went on, quote, Every day we learn something more. The co- that is true. It's like the, NF- it's like the uh, NTX story. FTX story, my apologies. The congressman from California continued, Why are they, the FBI, able to do this? Working together, using private business to go after individuals right before an election, denying the American public the truth. McCarthy is one of the many Republicans who will be calling for more tough, more thorough investigations of the FBI's relationship with social media when the GOP takes control of the House in 2023. McCarthy added, quote, This is going to be a much bigger situation than people realize. I hope so. This Again, this is a lot of really, really good talk. But uh, quite frankly, man, with the way the Republicans talk a lot and do fuck all, that's all it is for now as far as I'm concerned. Talk. Sure, I like MGK. Or uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. M- my bad. But I like Marjorie Taylor Greene. She says Kevin McCarthy's trustworthy. That is discrediting, in my opinion, because this man has never shown himself to be trustworthy to begin with. He's like a lot of these uniparty slash missing link Republicans. Speak a whole lot, do very little. But we'll see what comes of it. I choose to remain optimistic. Run the business, we made money. To Jim Baker from Sean Edgett. Just uh, Jim, FYI, in 2019, SCALE instituted a reimbursement program for our legal process response from the FBI. Prior to the start of the program, Twitter chose not to collect under the uh, statutory right of reimbursement for the time spent processing requests from the FBI. I am happy to report we have collected $3 million $415,323 $415,323 since October 2019. Yeah, sounds like you're a real hesitant, my guy. This money is used by LP for things like TTR and other LE-related projects, LE training, tooling, etc. And you see here everything else is blocked out except for this part where it's the safety, content, and law enforcement scale. Let me grab my drink real quick. I fucked my neck up. I can't even turn my head anymore. A deeming a damning email sent to Twitter's legal counsel confirming the payment of nearly three point five million dollars made to the company for services rendered by the FBI. 
Here's the FBI right here. Got a video somewhere on my live stream of me walking by, flipping them off, having a grand old time. In response to the latest developments, House Minority Leader, I read that part. This is Jim Baker. Schellenberg's dump on Monday showed how the FBI pushed Twitter staffers to receive top-level security clearance in July 2020. Following the release, Schellenberg retweeted a quote from Ohio GOP Congressman Jim Jordan. I like Jim Jordan. Quote, I have concerns about whether the government was running a misinformation operation on We the People. A report added, quote, anyone who reads the Twitter files, regardless of their political orientation, should share those concerns. The Fed went on to pressure Twitter staffers to, aren't they called tweeps? Twips? More twerps. Twitter staffers to ban accounts that they were not fond of and to target alleged foreign influence peddlers. They wanted to grant the firm's staffers that access to show what they claimed were threats posed to the November 2020 presidential election by foreign interference. Email here from Yul Roth regarding, for your awareness, New York Post article. Oh, here we go. Article from Facebook. Hey, censored out fed. Thanks. We're aware of this and are taking and are tracking closely. At this time, given the alleged provenance uh prevalence of materials, a laptop mysteriously dropped off at a repair shop in Delaware. It's not that mysteriously dropped off. It's not a security camera dog. It isn't clearly it isn't clearly viol, violative of our hacked materials policy, nor is it clearly a violation of anything else that said the questionable origin here are obviously causing a lot of people to make reference to 2016 and my personal views on this uh, unsubst... Uh, unsubst... Why can I not say this? Unsubstantiated by hard evidence as yet. I don't know why. I knew the word. I just couldn't... Ugh. Anyway, by hard evidence as yet, is that this feels a lot like somewhat subtle leak operation. Somewhat of a, somewhat like a subtle leak operation. Interesting. We'll be developing a recommendation for what, if anything, we want to do over the course of, over the course of the day today. You'll Roth. I feel like saying... The day today is a little repetitive, but okay. At one point, FBI agent Elvis Chan, and one bet that's someone's name censored out in here at one point. Elvis Chan, huh? It's a name right there, I guess. Acted surprised at being reminded that Twitter's general counsel, Jim Baker, was the FBI's former general counsel. I'm sure he was. And held that very clearance on September fifth, tw- on September fifteenth, twenty twenty. Another FBI agent, Laura Demlau, requested she be allowed to give Baker a top secret briefing with no other staff present. Baker's shameless attempts to discredit the Hunter Biden laptop story, which has since been proven to be accurate were also shared by Schellenberg. 
Monday's Twitter files released also showed that so many ex-FBI staffers had joined the social media network. There was now a private Slack channel, which is a, a, a group chat, essentially, set up just for them. This was uh, ostensibly to onboard them at the firm and help show them the ropes. Although the latest batch of Twitter files have sparked concerns about what else those former government operatives may have been up to. You're Wait, was he? Hmm. The most recent Twitter files also revealed how an FBI official turned Twitter lawyer sent a letter thanking the Bureau for its help suppressing the Hunter Biden laptop story. Never write your crimes down. Baker, who before serving as a deputy general counsel for Twitter held a similar role for the FBI, worked closely with the Bureau when it teamed up with the social media company to fight what it called election interference from foreign nations. Baker and the FBI worked together to try and push the narrative that the contents of the Hunter Biden laptop had been hacked from another source from another source by Russian agents and placed on the laptop. Okay, okay, even then, even then, right? That would imply that the Russian hackers hacked into the real Hunter Biden laptop slowly over time gathered and stole all of the shit from the Hunter Biden laptop and put it on this laptop to get it back to America to get it into the Delaware computer store. The key role in all that is even if it's fruit of the, you know, poison tree, the story here is everything in that laptop still belonged to Hunter and still incriminates both Hunter and Joe Biden into international crimes and criminal activities. So there's no way where you escape this or you where it doesn't still look horrible for the f- president and the first son of America. I'm just saying. And never forget that Yoel Roth wrote a whole thesis about why kids should have access to you know, apps like Grindr and Tinder and these other adult hookup apps. Just make them more kid-friendly so that kids can get in contact with both adults and you know, other questioning teens. But okay, groomer. Let's see. Russian agents placed on the laptop that was later found at a Delaware repair shop. Um, and that the laptop never belonged to Biden at all. Yep, that's so that's the narrative they're trying to push. As a result of those efforts, Twitter blocked the New York Post reporting of the story on social media on the social media website. Yeah, and with very little investigation. Or either being completely part of the same exact narrative machine. I'll let you guess which it is. All these other outlets rush to defame and attack the New York Post. Is it because Twitter was doing it and they're all like, well, Twitter says so, or was it all because we're all part of the same machine and machine has story to tell you? The machine has a story. It's a good line. Um social media website. At the end of the process, the latest Twitter files revealed that Baker and his team agreed to sign a letter to the FBI agents who worked on the project thanking them for their efforts. The revelations are the latest to come from the Twitter files which Elon Musk has been releasing to demonstrate the social media company's past censorship initiatives. Ultimately, for me... We got a clip here. Neil Roth admits censoring Hunter Biden's laptop was a mistake. Ultimately, for me, uh, 
it didn't reach a place where I was comfortable removing this content from Twitter. But it set off every single one of my finely tuned APT28 hack and leak campaign alarm. Finely tuned. So it looked possibly probably. It, everything about it looked you like a hack not, and leak and smelled like a hack and leak. That. But it didn't get there. Yeah, everything, including all the videos of Hunter Biden, you know, with M&Ms on his cock and doing drugs off fucking underage, you know, prostitutes and shit. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm sure. Uh, but then again, you did argue for kids to have access to Grinder, so you know. For me, there were lots of reasons why the entire industry was on alert and was nervous. But a mistake. And. Yeah, because someone you didn't want to win the election was going to win the election, unless you got involved. Again, for me, even with all of those factors, it didn't get there for me. But so it was a mistake. In my opinion, yes. And I'll just start with the New York Post article. I think a lot of people mm. have seen this. This article was censored uh, Can't play by it back any faster. Twitter when it was originally sent out. This is the New York Post, uh, which is a uh, newspaper. That we'll, uh, we'll, we'll come back to that video. Monday's batch of the Twitter files were reviewed and released by Schellenberg, who, along with journalists Matt Taibbi and Barry, Weiss, Barry Weiss, I almost said Weiss, it's Weiss, isn't it? Barry Weiss, yeah, it's Barry Weiss, have been combing through piles of internal Twitter communications dating to before Musk's takeover. Ah, duh. Well, if, if Musk is the one working with him, obviously it predates him. Then again, I'm being a little bit of a dick for no reason. Schellenberg found that less than two hours after Hunter Biden's attorney found out about the New York Post story about the laptop, FBI agent Elvis Chan sent a collection of documents to Twitter, then head of site Integrity, Yul Roth, despite Twitter continuous, continually con, ah, finding nothing suspicious. My bad. I don't know what's going on with me today. The FBI repeatedly recharged reached out to social media. Do I have to have my computer fucking down? Is that what it is? How many excuses can I, I find before I run out of excuses or just being illiterate? Oh, let's see. Uh, find out suspicious. Uh, the FBI repeatedly reached out to social media company and requested further information about their information. I want information about the information and whatever information you may have about the information you should tell me so I have that information about your information about that information. Thank you for the information. Wow, that was a grammatically correct and that's actually a real sentence that worked somehow. About their information which Twitter denied uh declined to disclose. But in July 2020, Chan arranged uh, security clearance for Twitter's officials so they can be told about the election interference. Ooh, it is expected to see in the Trump-Biden runoff. Baker became involved at this time because he had previously held, uh, held top secret security clearance during his work during his work for the FBI, during which he had been involved in one of the Bureau's investigations into Donald Trump. Chan acted as if he were surprised when he was told Baker was at Twitter and had clearance saying, quote, I don't know how I forgot about him. I guess he just wasn't top of mind, right? 
An odd claim, given Chan's job is to monitor Twitter. Exactly. Not to mention that they worked together at the FBI, Schellenberg noted. <laughs> Baker was not only former FBI, according to one internal Twitter email, reviewed by Schellenberg. There were so many, they had their own Slack channels and regularly communicated. Once Baker was given clearance, Schellenberg wrote that the FBI fed him information intended to influence Roth and other Twitter executives into believing that the laptop story was hacked. FBI official Laura Demlau even arranged for a classified briefing for Baker and nobody else at Twitter. The room where it happened. The room where it happened. House Republic, uh, hours after the post, my bad, published their laptop story the next day. It was almost immediately censored by Twitter and thus undermined in the public eye. The files showed that as Hunter Biden was earning millions in foreign business dealings, the FBI advised Twitter to be on the lookout for Russian misinformation about him. During all of 2020, the FBI and other law enforcement agencies repeatedly primed Yul Roth to dismiss the reports of Hunter Biden's laptop as a, as a Russian hack and leak operation, Schellenberg wrote. Despite those efforts by the FBI, executives found there had been very little Russian activity that raised any suspicions. Indeed, quote, indeed, Twitter executives repeatedly reported very little Russian activity. E.g., on September 24, 2020, Twitter told FBI it had removed 350 largely inactive accounts linked to previous coordinated Russian hacking attempts. Yeah, I'm going to take a while to jab out because they did do an investigation into the Russian interference in the 2016 election, and what they found was what Russian interference they did find was largely to try and get Hillary Clinton in office. So I wonder what that particular... Uh, you know, largely inactive accounts linked to previous camp, uh, Russian hacking attempts were. I want to know what those accounts' history was. They had little reach and low follower accounts, he wrote, but they were still involved in hacking? That's, I'm suspicious. 40. The influence operation persuaded Twitter execs that the Hunter Biden laptop did not come from a whistleblower. Once linked to the Hill article based on a WAPO article from October 15th, which falsely suggested that the Guardian leaked the laptop. Actually, I'm not sure what that word there is because it's behind this little thing. Oh. Hmm. Well, let's move on. Uh, though initially Roth continued to resist the idea that Hunter or that Twitter was experiencing any foreign interference. But October, when the Post published the laptop story, he conceded that the laptop might have been planted as a subtle leak operation. Anything besides you fucked up, son. On October 14th, shortly after at New York Post published its Hunter Biden laptop story, uh, Roth says it, quote, it, it, it isn't clearly violative of our hacked materials policy, nor is it clearly a violation of anything else, but adds, quote, this feels a lot like a somewhat subtle leak operation, Schellenberg wrote. Baker grabbed onto this statement by Roth and harped 
on the idea that the laptop's content were in some way illegitimate. Baker repeatedly insists that the Hunter Biden laptop materials were either faked, hacked, or both, and a violation of Twitter policy. Schellenberg said, By 10 a.m. that morning, Twitter officials, citing experts, had agreed that the laptop must have been hacked from another source and placed on the laptop. Even then, it would still be real from somewhere involving Hunter Biden, so it's still incriminating, even if it's fruit of the, a fruit of the poison tree. I'm not even sure that that would necessarily fall into that category. It would all depend on how the evidence was presented. <clears throat> Let's see. Quote, The suggestion from experts, which rings true, is that the hack that happened separately, and they loaded the hacked materials on the laptop that magically appeared at a repair store somewhere in Delaware. Schellenberg noted, or sorry, a repair a repair shop in Delaware. I was thinking out loud while I was reading that. My apologies. Schellenberg noted, Roth wrote in an email later that afternoon, Baker had a phone call with the office of the general counsel at the FBI, Jim Baker's former office, mind you. Yeah, because how many people you know just happen to be all buddy-buddy with their fucking replacement, right? Right. Totally not in that position. Schellenberg suggested it was obvious that the FBI's pressure on Twitter executives led directly to them assuming the position that the laptop story had been faked. Okay. So, we got, uh, let's see. Uh, we got a little bit to get through here. Over here at the Gateway Pundit, which is, if you remember, uh, from right here. It's one of the sources on this story. None of them are high sexuality ratings, so we're going to just hop over here to personal preference. FBI paid Twitter $3.4 million in U.S. tax dollars for administration costs related to staff time spent working with the FBI by Joel Hoft, published December 19th, 2022. Um, okay. The FBI paid Twitter millions of dollars in tax dollars to censor, suspend, and harass Twitter users who only wanted to share the truth. Earlier today, Twitter released another tranche of tweets. This one focused on the FBI and Hunter Biden's laptop. In one of the tweets, Twitter reports that the FBI paid Twitter millions of dollars for their work censoring free speech. Here is the tweet from Michael Schellenberg sharing the FBI paid $3.4 million. Yeah, pretty much here's a commission for you to expedite the silencing process. Um, see, 45, in the end, the FBI's influence campaign aimed at executives at news media, Twitter, and other social media companies, so they targeted the they, did they? They mm, censored and discredited the Hunter Biden laptop story. Who's they? By December 2020, Baker and his colleagues even sent a note of thanks to the FBI for their work, for its work. 46, the FBI influence campaign may have been helped by the fact that it was paying Twitter millions of dollars for its staff time. You mean our dollars. 
Quote, I'm happy to report we have collected $3,415,323 since October 2019, uh, reports an associate, uh, an associate of Jim Baker in early 2021. We read that earlier. Reminder to Americans. One... Uh, reminder to Americans, our forefathers who created and signed the U.S. Constitution created a series of laws to protect American citizens. The First Amendment protects freedom of speech and other freedoms. Twitter might argue that its ability to censure, to censor, those, uh, censor those on its site due to the law surrounding big tech, they are correct, but it's against the law for the U.S. government to censor Americans. This is where the law was broken. Actually... When they said it was a private company, it could do what it want. That was a lie because Twitter was publicly traded, meaning it did have some obligation to the Constitution. But I'm not a lawyer. Robert Barnes has a much better video about that. You can go to the Viva Fry channel. They do a much better job explaining that than I ever could. I am merely a coolie dropout. Kicked out of a high school program, to be more honest, but besides the point. Americans deserve the full truth behind the FBI's action in censoring Americans illegally. The people involved should go to jail. They are the real seditionists in our midst. That is a thousand percent true, and that's why I wanted to read this article real quick. Now, uh, before we wrap it up, let's go check out these videos real quick. Um, let's see. Yep, that's the video right here. Let's watch this, and we'll go from here. It goes back to 1801, founded by Alexander Hamilton. And for weeks, this very credibly sourced article right before an election uh, about Hunter Biden was was banned it's by Twitter. Yeah, that's why I don't like the New York Post. That, you have this Bastards. Washington Post article uh, that was designed to misportray a conversation between President Trump and the Georgia Secretary of State. Since been parts of this have, have been debunked, and yet this, this article can still be tweeted out. Uh, I want to ask Mr. Dorsey, first of all, do you recognize that there is this real concern that, that there's an anti-conservative bias on Twitter's behalf? And would you recognize that, uh, that this has to stop if, if this is going to be, uh, Twitter is going to be viewed by both sides as, as a place where everybody's going to get a fair treatment? We we made a total mistake with the New York Post. We we corrected that within 24 hours. It was not it was not to do with the content. It was to do with a hacked materials policy. We had an incorrect interpretation. Um, we we don't write policy according to any particular political leaning. If we find any of it, we write it out. But so we're going to make mistakes. We will make mistakes, and our our goal is to correct them as quickly as possible. And in that case, we did. And I, and I appreciate you recognizing that was a mistake. However, the, the New York Post entire Twitter account was blocked uh, for about two weeks where they couldn't send anything out, not just that article, uh, to censor. We've got a first amendment, too. It just seems like to censor uh, a newspaper that's as highly respected as the New York Post. Again, 1801, founded by Alexander Hamilton, uh, for their entire account to be blocked uh, for two weeks by a mistake. Uh, seems like a really big mistake. Was anyone held accountable uh, in, in your censoring department uh, for that mistake? Well, we don't have a censoring department, um, but I, I agree. Um, like, you well, made the decision then to block their account for two weeks. We, we didn't block their account for two weeks. We required them to delete the tweet, and then they could tweet it again. They didn't take that action, so we corrected it for them. That was that Even was... though the tweet was accurate. <laughs> I mean, are you... Are you... <laughs> You gotta love the logic. We did not suspend their account for two weeks. 
they had the choice to delete the post themselves, and they didn't do it in two weeks, so I deleted it for them, and then I reinstated their account. Yeah, Rasmussen, just, just, just no self-awareness there, is there, huh? Look, you've seen the conversations on both sides about Section 230, uh, and, and there's going to be more discussion about it, but uh, you're acting as a, a publisher. If you're telling a, a newspaper that they've got to delete something mm -hmm. in order for them to be able to participate in your account, mm -hmm. I mean, don't you recognize that, that you're no longer hosting a town square? You're acting as a publisher when you do that. It, it, was, it was literally just a process error. Um, this, this was not against them in any particular way. We require, if we remove a violation, uh, we require people to correct it. We change that based on um, they're not wanting to delete that. I completely agree with, I see it. Hold on, here's the thing. You didn't say that earlier. You said you took action. In fact, no, you said I took action, Jack. You said they didn't, they had that choice, they didn't do it, so I took action. They've got to delete something in order for them to be able to participate in your shirt. If you're telling a, a newspaper that they've highly respected as a New York Post again for two weeks, it was it. just in, get in, to where he was talking. Well, who made the, like, well, who made, don't have a censoring department, um, but I, I agree. Um, like it, well, it, who made the decision then to block their account for two weeks? We, we didn't block their account for two weeks. We required them to delete the tweet, and then they could tweet it again. They didn't take that action, so we corrected it for them. That was, oh, that even was... though the... okay. We corrected it for them. My, my mistake. Correcting myself there. Okay. I'll take that L and move on. Sure. If you're telling a, a newspaper that they've got to delete something in order for them to be able to participate in your account, I mean, don't you recognize that, that you're no longer hosting a town square you're acting as a publisher when you do that. It, it was it was literally just a process error. Um, this, this was not against them in any particular way. We require, if we remove a violation, uh, we require people to correct it. We change that based on um, they're not wanting to delete that. I completely agree with. I see it, but it is it is something we learn. Like we learn. Okay, well, let me go to the New York. Now let me go to the Washington Post article because this article can still be tweeted. I don't know if it was ever taken down. It contains false information. Even the Washington Post acknowledges that it contains false information. Yet there are tweets today on your service that still mischaracterize it in a way where even the Washington Post admitted it's wrong. Yet those mischaracterizations can still be retweeted. Will you address that mm. and start taking those down to reflect mm. what the Washington Post themselves has admitted as, as, as false information? Our, our misleading information policies are focused on manipulated media, public health, and civic integrity. That's it. <coughs> we, we don't have a job. Well, I, I would hope that you would go and take that down. And look, I know you said in your opening statement, Mr. Dorsey, that Twitter is running a business. And you said, quote, a business wants to grow its customer, the, the customers it serves. Just recognize if you become viewed and continue to become viewed as an anti-conservatively biased platform, there will be other people that step up. I am not for uh, having either the government or, uh, you know, tech companies ultimately be the arbiter of truth. Uh, I'm for making sure censorship, that uh, we don't have speech that incites violence, but I'm very wary of censorship. In fact, you know, in the book I write about uh, how uh, I, I thought it was a mistake for Twitter to take down some of this stuff about Hunter Biden or, or, uh, or Facebook to do that. And I think that story was total hogwash. I think Joe Biden was unfairly attacked because of his son, but that doesn't mean that it didn't belong in the public. 
Ooh, cope harder. Cope and seethe harder, dude. Yeah, unfairly attacked, right. All right, but let's see. Was there another video? I feel like there's another video somewhere. Was this it? And I'll just start with the New York Oh, Pope. nope, that's the video we already watched earlier. All right. Uh, we will not actually be reading this article because this video is running a little long in the tooth, and this is a longer article and it's an older article, but... And that doesn't change the fact that it will be in the description below. I highly recommend you guys read that. But that being said, we're going to bring this article or this episode here to an end. Please like, share, comment, subscribe. If you like the video, leave a thumbs up. If you like the video, leave a thumbs down. Uh, if you have any further details, please leave them in the description below. If you have anything, if there's anything I got wrong, please fact check me in the comment section below and just engage in genuine discourse down there. Or. Say fuck it and go absolutely insane in the comments section. I'm looking at you, Bass Nicor. Dude's comments uh, make me kick. That being said, peace, guys.